You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for the final trading day of the week, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth. Nick, last night, of course, we have to start with the presidential debate, the final presidential debate. It was very much more of a debate than the last, well, the first one that was uh, face-to-face. The second one was, of course, in separate um, uh, locations. But it, it was more measured, and I think people would have got more out of it than the previous two. The question is, will it move the polls? I don't know. Maybe one or two points towards Trump. Quite honestly, I, I couldn't make it out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah as, as debates go, I mean, it was. It would have been hard not to be better than the last one. Hmm. Um, but it. Uh, yeah, I think it was quite. The, the the adjudicator got quite good press. She's apparently she was quite. I didn't watch it, but apparently she was quite um, in control of this one and uh, allowed each one of them to speak. But uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think most people came away with anything new from it, other than the fact that uh, I think this this debate this uh, election is going to be closer than people think. Quite frankly, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I was just uh, conducting another interview, and it was put forward that a very well-known commentator in South Africa, a fine brain, thinks it's going to be a Trump landslide. I don't think landslides uh, in either direction, but I don't know. I, I still think uh, Biden, but there's still ten days to go. So who knows? Who knows what's going to go on what do you think yeah i think it's going to be a lot closer i think it's going to be um so close that uh they're going to contest it so that's my concern is that it's going to be a contested election uh trump will probably want to go on about the the, the postal votes and yeah so yeah I, I i think Lindsay, it's going to be it's going to be a it's going to drag on for a while that's my concern with the markets as well okay let's have a look at the stock exchange news service this morning and there's nothing uh, it's been a busy week. Um, I can't see anything. Have you got anything there? No. no. Uh, in fact, locally, locally, I had to, I mean, I've, my morning meeting is normally sort of 15, 20 minutes. I think we we're done after 11. Yeah. So, I mean, it really is, it, it really is that quiet. I mean, there's a little bit of stuff that's, uh, that's coming out the US later and out of the Eurozone, uh, uh, very shortly, actually, uh, 10 o'clock, we've got quite a few sort of European PMIs that are due. We've got Germany, Sweden, uh, Eurozone, U- United Kingdom as well. I think they're retail sales as well. But uh, on the local side, nothing. And, and the U.S. Uh, earnings season as well. We had Tesla yesterday. was a little bit of a damn squib. I think it was up 4%, finished the day unchanged. Uh, and then for today, I see we've got American Express that's due out. Uh, and we've got a couple of PMRs out the U.S. as well. But uh, it's it's very thin. It's it's um, it's going to be sort of a quietish into what what has been quite a busy week actually. It's been a very busy week, and it's been a very good week for the South African rand, and that has continued this morning because this thing is now at new recent highs. It's sixteen nineteen against the US dollar. Uh, British pound against the rand is twenty one seventeen, and the euro rand is nineteen fourteen with the euro dollar one eighteen twenty, slightly stronger US dollar. So this is independent rand strength we are seeing here. Uh, well done to that currency. The Dow Jones last night was up half a percent. The the S&P was up half a percent as well, and the Nasdaq was a 0.2% winner. This morning in the Far East, Tokyo slightly higher. The Shanghai index is down 1%. Hang Seng up half a percent, and Australia down just a little bit. On to the commodities now. The gold price, 1908, so back above 1900 now. The platinum price is 890. Where's palladium? 
You know, also bouncing back $13 higher. Uh, that is 0.6 of a cent, sitting exactly at 2400 $24.00. $24.00, the Palladium. West Texas is $40.42. That's the crude oil price, which is down half a percent. Brent crude is 42.23, which is also down half a percent after a good day yesterday and after the previous day being absolutely horrible. So volatility reigns supreme in that market. Yesterday, we didn't speak. But the top five movers on my screen were all South African stocks. We had Altron, we had Woolies, we had TFG, we had Trueworths, and we had Cartrack. So five companies with overseas operations as well, but mainly considered to be SA Inc. doing incredibly well. And that's been a theme of the week. And I was discussing it with David Shapiro. He's a little bit cautious about getting too carried away at this stage. I would imagine you concur. Yeah, I do. I actually... uh... (laughs) Such as the such as how much I enjoy the shows. I actually listened to you, the, you guys chatting last night on the podcast yeah. afterwards. Um, yeah, it has been a bit of a theme. It's it's I guess all of a sudden we're getting we're getting sort of I, I guess uh, you know uh, asset managers or, or maybe just speculators who are sort of digging around the sort of beaten down SA Inc. and the last couple of weeks we've seen uh, earnings out of that sector and they have surprised the upside. So whereas the top 40 and the big caps have come out roughly and in line as expected, we had the likes of Pick and Pay and a few other big caps coming out and they've been pretty decent and you know they, they're sort of managing the, their way through this COVID pandemic in South Africa. The smaller caps have, have been beaten down 60, 70, 80% in some cases and we've seen uh, this, all of a sudden, I, I guess, people to the bargain hunters coming in with the likes of uh, Impact, uh, the packaging company in South Africa, yes. up about 30, 30% roughly this week. Uh, we've had uh, the little the little small cap spaces getting some interest and in the likes of Afrox, uh, you know that German the biggest shareholder in Germany, Linda, uh, this week announcing that well, end of last week, Lindsay announcing they're taking them off the boards, taking them private. I also get the sense we, I mean in the UK we used to call them, I think it was called carpet baggers, Lindsay. I mean correct me if I'm wrong, where you take a stake in a company and the idea is where they would take it basically private ultimately hmm. uh, with private equity. I think we're getting that feeling too. People are going around and going, okay, what's next to be taken off the boards? What's going to be paid a 20, 30, 40% premium to delist that company. Uh, and I'm getting a lot of interest on my side in that space too. Yeah, any particular stocks that, without, I mean, you, there's no insider trading, there's no prior knowledge, but there will be some targets. The one I've always thought would be Tiger Brands, uh, given the Pioneer Foods thing. So that that that's the one that I would pick if I had to have a takeover target. But is mm. anyone's getting particular attention from your contacts and your clients? Well, I mean, I mean sticking with that theme, Quantum Foods, uh, Astral Foods, AVR, that whole food sector, food inflation, yeah. uh, well-known brands, etc. I, I would concur with you. I think Tiger Brands is, you know, for someone overseas would, would want to get a, a leg into a very well-known brand. And, and in South Africa, I'd say Tiger Brands, definitely. Um, I'd look at, as I said, I just mentioned uh, the likes of Impact and, and the packaging space, um, also the bottling space, or interesting Cup Industrial. Uh, I'd have to mention that as well. Um, yeah, I think there's quite a few. I think you can spoil for choice, actually, in SA. Some of those companies, although they've <clears throat> they've sort of been a little bit beaten down in, in this COVID pandemic, I think they're still cash generative. And uh, some trading market caps, you know, under under a billion rand, you know, for an overseas private equity 
team with a couple of billion dollars. I mean, it's it's petty cash for them. So I would I would certainly uh, stick to that space. Actually, yes, indeed. And don't forget the rand. Uh, the rand has been nineteen Absolutely, and a bit, yeah. and it was fourteen on January the first. It's currently above sixteen, doing very well at mm. the moment. With the rand so weak, and with uh, as you say, if you just got a couple of billion dollars, goodness me, you can have a lot of fun on the JSC. Mm. Um, okay, so we had a good day yesterday for SA Inc. What are the ones that are moving this morning? Mm. Similar sort of story. I mean, let me just refresh my screen, but. Uh, yesterday, clicks fell 3% after its results, but today mm. I've got it up 7.5%. So somebody got it yeah. wrong yesterday, and somebody <clears throat> has had a look at the numbers overnight and said, wait a second, let's get into this thing. First mm. thing, Distill is another company that has had uh, a trading update, an operational update. I remember we were talking on Tuesday, it came out at 5 o'clock. Distill this morning up 3.9%, building on previous gains. Old Mutual up 3 and 2 thirds. TFG again in the winner's column. Up three and a quarter percent. DRD Gold up three point one percent. Any other movers there to the upside? No, I just want to mention, uh, if you don't mind, clicks. Yes. Um, we actually spoke about it in our very short morning meeting, but uh, yeah, as you said, it was the market came out with results yesterday. Market didn't quite know what to do with it, um, <clears throat> but it's trading. It, it's expensive. I mean, it's trading on a historic P of thirty times earnings, um, and it's it's it's. Trading uh, compared to the likes of Discam, which is trading at 24. Uh, it's 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 been a good mover though. You know, return on equity 38 percent higher. Um, I don't know, Lindsay. It's it's a difficult one. It's one of those shares that, that very rarely disappoints. So it, it does command a premium, uh, and that's what we're seeing at the moment. You know, 30 times historic. But uh, I don't know. I'm getting a bit of love this morning. It's, yeah, as you said, up 6.85%, mm. 242 Rand last traded price. Very good. On the downside, I've got Hammerson down two and three quarters. Textainer down 2.1%. Santam down 1.7%. have not seen that one for a while. South 32 down 1.2%. Pan African Resources down 1.1%. So it looks pretty quiet, Nick. But while you, while mm. you were away yesterday, you went away, but away from this show, um, we got a 22 billion day on the JSE, first time for a while. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I'm not quite sure why, because my, if, if my phone's hardly been ringing actually the last uh, the last couple of days, um, but maybe a little bit coming in. As I said, there's all of a sudden a little bit of felt like a, a bit of bargain hunting coming in maybe before year end. So let's hope that lasts actually. Jolly good. JSC indices after 51 minutes of trading, please, on this last day of the trading week. Okay, it might be it might be quiet, but at least we're in the green. So JC All Share on this last day of the week is up 0.79% at the moment, 55,229. Top 40.71% firmer, 50,631. And if I look at my screen, everything's in the green. There's nothing in the reds. So that's a good good end to the week. Consumer cyclicals, one and a quarter percent higher. Energy shares, 0.97%. Industrials up 0.81%. Technology up 0.41%. Uh, and financials as well, with the stronger and bouncing back that index up 0.4 percent and finally healthcare shares up a quarter percent firmer nick kunza thanks very much for your time this morning nick kunza is from sandland private wealth that was the opening nick will be back with me for the five o'clock shadow the views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of lindsay williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.